Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. Today, we're going to talk about the expansion of the ARL's foster program. So I have with me, uh, who's, I think, almost officially my co-host at this point, Marcy Talker. Hi. And I have a foster couple with us, Allison and Mudge. Say hello. Hello. Um, I asked them to come today because they foster cats for the ARL, and we don't, cats are kind of getting off the ground right now. We don't have a ton of um, cat foster families, so we thought it would be fun to talk with them. But first, Marcy, let's talk a little bit about this expansion. Um, everybody, I think, by now knows about Gray Muzzle. Um, we kind of are keeping everything under the same name. We don't have a separate name, but Gray Muzzle now is not just the senior and special needs dogs that everybody has come to know it for, but also um dogs of any age and also cats right yeah um, and what was the purpose for expanding so that we could save more lives so because especially in the summertime a lot of times our kennels are full and i said it in a blog post the other day what that means is that somebody has to decide who gets a hotel room at chateau de arl and who doesn't um and the more rooms we have off campus of Chateau d'ARL mean more lives that we can save. We've always um, had younger dogs in foster care, either behavior issues and surgery recovery, but we, um, I umbrella them under the special needs category, but didn't realize that most people, so behavioral special needs too, but now we're, we're marketing it that behavioral and surgery recovery are included under that special needs so a lot of i think people get scared when you say behavioral i think that think they mean oh my god is that aggressive is that dog gonna eat my face no um most of the time behavioral issues that go to foster actually almost all the time they're dogs that are scared right and they don't do well in the shelter environment um and they will not get adopted hovering in the back of their cage so we said or them, barking aggressively. We see that yeah. a lot too. A lot of times that anxiety comes out as really nasty barking like it did with, with Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. Um so that is really what the behavioral So talk a little bit about the decision to include cats and in foster because they are quite literally a different animal when it comes to <laughs> yeah. fostering. Um <laughs> I wanted to start to include senior cats, but I felt like it was a puzzle I couldn't figure out. I could not find people to foster senior cats. I talked to other cat rescues. I'm like, how do you get, the, how do you do this? Well, they said, well, we don't. You know, we have two-year-old cats that have been sitting in foster care since they were kittens. Um, so, because they tend to sit in foster care for a while. Why do you think that is? Um, I personally think, I mean, cats are very different than dogs. Um, like, for example, I have one cat, Dairy Cow Cat, and he is very aggressive with other cats, so I could never bring another cat home. Um, cats get stressed easily, and, and those result in undesirable behavior issues, and, um, a, you know, they get freaked out and have adjustment issues sometimes, so it's not like acclimating a new dog to your home. Acclimating a cat can result in, like, everything going haywire or it can be awesome so i think people maybe are a little bit more apprehensive and there are so many of them there are so many of them which is one of the really important reasons um for us to expand this program to include cats because we needed to be able to give those extra cats the same opportunity that we were able to give these dogs and that was to get them out of the shelter to make space and save more lives all right so allison say hello Hello. Mudge, say hello. 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 Okay. So you guys were fostering dogs for us first? Yes. yes. 
So what? Uh, how long have you been fostering for in general? Um, three months. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Three months. Three months is that it? Feels like yeah. it's been, it's been so much it's longer. Only, it's only been since May. That's a good thing. Three months and about five dogs. So what do you have? What are your animals at home? Not fosters. Uh, we have a collie retriever mix, Riley. He's a seven-year-old dog, and we have two cats: one five-year-old and one one-year-old. So you started fostering dogs. Mm-hmm. So what made you make the transition? Not transition. I shouldn't say you're only. You do do both still Mm -hmm. but what made you take that leap to trying cats in your home um i've always been a cat person riley was actually my first dog we got him last october um but i've always loved cats and that's the animal i've had my whole life so when marcy asked if we would mind if they would be able to foster one i said sure so mudge what do you think about what marcy said about that sometimes acclimating a new cat in your household can be more complicated than a dog have you found that to be true I think it can be true. We haven't run into it. The ones we've brought home, we just keep them separated until we feel comfortable enough that they're not going to destroy the house. Right. And we keep them separated from our cats for sometimes a month. Uh, It depends. It's definitely a slower process bringing a new cat in. Um, When we first bring them home, we give them their own room so they can get used to being in a new place. Um, As they get more comfortable and we're spending time with them, we'll open the door and um, put the other cats downstairs so they can explore the house just on their own, sniff it out, get the other smells of the house at their own comfort, and then as they get more comfortable being around the house, interact with the other cats. Um, It's really just about uh, making sure it's slow and not too sudden. They don't like the sudden. That's where you get the fights. That's where you get the fights is if you just let them out and they go at each other. I think this is really super important to spend a second on because I think... In general, we hear this so much with dogs. People adopt a dog, they take it home, and two days later, they want to bring it back because their dogs don't get along. But they have done nothing to give them that time that they need alone to acclimate to that new house. So Mm -hmm. that is so, so important with both cats and dogs. You've got to give them time. Let them have um, another rescue that I have fostered with called it the shutdown period, the two-week shutdown. Um, And they did that with dogs, and it was all about let your dog give it two weeks before it starts interacting with other pets and stuff so i know marcy is a really big proponent of that too so i'm glad you brought that up we have a room in our house specifically for fosters that we bring home (laughs) excellent good that's where they stay for the first few weeks that we have them so how many cats have you had so far um four we're yeah we currently have three that we're fostering and we had one that was adopted okay and of those three you actually have a duo yeah. A brother yes. and a brother, sister. Brother, brother, sister, brother sister pair. Sister. So now, now not only like cats are a little harder to adopt, put them in foster and they're even a little harder. And now you've got a pair, a bonded pair. Mm-hmm. So holy moly, are these cats ever going to get adopted? Marcy? Well, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> we have somebody hopefully meeting them tonight or within the next few days a family that they're really really excited um they wanted a pair um they don't have any other animals and i was read the email twice because i thought we were i didn't share this with the foster family of course but i thought oh my gosh we're gonna have these cats forever (laughs) and And um, how long have you guys had magnus and magenta um it's 
been in about a month. About a month. I was going to say, it hasn't enough. been too no. long. Not that long. No, no I no. will say, Allison, I think part of the thing that was the trick for you guys is you take great pictures. Um, <laughs> and you take pictures that have personality and that are colorful. And you take a lot of them, which is, for me, as the marketing director, is super helpful mm-hmm. because it's uh, people really re- respond to great photos. So if you're a foster family and you're listening to this right now, take good pictures. Yay. And lots of them. And lots. Lots of them. It takes a lot to get the good picture, you know. And I like to try to show their personality because the foster family is just seeing them on a webpage or the adopting family is just seeing them on a webpage. Yeah. And when they can walk into our shelter and see 60 cats, we've got to do something to make them think that those cats might be the fit for them over the ones they can walk into our shelter and adopt. So Mm -hmm. not that they aren't all equally important, but um, we got to figure out how to get all of them adopted, not just the fosters, not just the shelter cats. So will you guys, oh, I, I think I heard you say that you may be about to foster fail with one of your cats. Correct. Yeah. Is that true? What cat is that? This is Big Lou. Big Lou. He's a six-year-old, 26-pound cat, and I love Whoa. I love big cats. <laughs> I've always liked big cats. Bigger than my dog. And I cannot lie. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I brought him home and I said, we're probably going to keep him like the day I brought him home. Yeah. But see, it works because I know they'll still take cats. So. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you okay, no, had we, just lo- we had just lost one about what, a month and a half, two months ago. I had to put one of my cats down. So we had three before. So mm-hmm. it'd just be like having three cats again. Right. Yeah. He's just a little younger. So what would you guys say to people who might be considering fostering cats, but for whatever reason are hesitant? Ask themselves why they're hesitant. Right. What's stopping you? And then yeah. and then shoot down all of their excuses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can do and it. Then email Marcy and she guilt yeah. trips you. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and just like with the dogs, we do pay for all their medical care and everything while they're in foster care. A lot of times we can't provide litter because we have a shortage for our own cats. But um, if they need dentals, they get that. And it's the and same we can with usually the hook them up with food, toys, oh yeah, stuff like that. If they, they will not it. be lacking of anything. <laughs> we will give you whatever you ask for. All right. So Allison and Mudge, that's it. Easy, right? Yeah. Um, so thank you for coming. I'm glad that we had an opportunity to kind of shed some light on cat fostering. It is something we have not talked about before. So uh, we wish you a tons of luck with getting Magnus and Magenta adopted. And um, also your adoption of <laughs> Big Lou, the 26-pound Big cat. Lou. That's crazy <laughs> to me. I, I didn't see him before he left the shelter. So if you want to learn more about our fostering program, please go to www.berksarl.org, click the programs tab, and then click gray muzzle foster program. You can always email, call, or, I don't know, yell at Marcy if you want more information. (laughs) I'm used to it. (laughs) So thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.